TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Yeah, don't know really for sure. I've yet to meet with Nate, get a little bit more clarity on what his week's going to look like. But like with everyone, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and see, hey, how's anything changed from the way we leave it tonight once I get a chance to be around Nate a little bit more here. Sean McDermott on Terrell Bernard. So we'll see. He's the he's the probably most pessimistic looking injury that the Bills have for Sunday against Kansas City. They have a long list of guys. Looks like Douglas should be back. Dodson should be back. We'll see uh, if we get any more details today. I don't even know if... The, I guess the Bills are going to get try to get to practice. There's a driving ban in Orchard Park. Another snow event here. At least this one's the middle of the week and not on game day. Uh, as Sunday should be uh, good weather. You know, all, all being, you know, in context of what month it is. 20 degrees, sunny skies, should be fine. 803-0550 is the phone number. Let's go to the Western Hotline. Aaron Schatz, FTN Fantasy, creator of DVOA, at a Schatz NFL on Twitter. Aaron, thanks for uh, joining. How's uh, how's life? Hey, it's good. Less snow in Boston than you have in Buffalo. I mean, I would imagine almost anywhere you look. Actually, I don't know about this. That you know, normally we get bad winters, but I'm seeing like Nashville is zero degrees, and it was snowing in Dallas, so. You know, this is a this is not a great time for most, I think, in the country. No, yeah, but we just got a couple inches yesterday. Sounds like you guys. If there's a driving band where the Bills practice, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, I, I think I don't know. I don't know if that applies to like ATVs or snowmobiles. Which honestly, I'm not even kidding. That might be how right, they're getting to practice. To practice. Let's do it. I, right. You got to get there somehow. It's like maybe a, a dog sled. For all I know, it's going to get to that point. So, but before we get to some of the DVOA stuff. Aaron, how about for you this this game just being, you know, another chapter between Mahomes and Allen and these two teams. This is their seventh meeting in a four-year period. It's almost like they're division rivals for how often they play. Um, how happy are you to even just get this game, you know, be able to watch it on Sunday as one of the games this weekend? Oh, very. I mean, listen, uh, Baltimore and San Francisco are so far ahead of the rest of the league this year by my numbers and by, I think, Vegas's numbers, too, that the Saturday games, I mean, upsets are possible, but they look like pretty big wins. So it's nice that the Sunday games are closer. And this is by far the closest. I mean, most interesting game of the weekend. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody is really excited to see this. Yeah, it's the closest spread by a lot. You mentioned some big spreads 
this week. So let's let's start with kind of what we saw for this season in general for the Bills. DVOA and in, in your view on the Bills. How, I'm going to start defensively with you because I would see some numbers and like how they would be doing in certain stretches of the year. Is it right to think that they started hot and ended hot in the middle portion of the year defensively for the Bills was was where they really struggled? Oh, yeah, that is absolutely. It's, it's a big valley with two mountains on the side. Um, they were fantastic in the first five weeks. Then Milano and Daquan Jones got hurt. Tredavious White got hurt. Then they were like close to the worst defense in the league for the next few weeks. And then near the end of the year, uh, Rasul Douglas was fantastic once he came over. I have a new cornerback DVOA that I started keeping this year. And wow. Rasul Douglas was the best in the league over the second half of the season. Wow. And uh, Terrell Bernard really came on, which is why that injury is so concerning. And their defense was, again, like a fifth or sixth in the league over the second half of the season. Yeah. Wow. That, that's that's a number one corner in the league um, on the second half of the year. And, Aaron, what's amazing about that is they traded for him at the trade deadline from a team that is still alive. Like, it, it's amazing to me that maybe it's where they were in the season, that Green well, they, Bay was willing to part with them. They did not look alive at the time. <laughs> did, they did not. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that would make sense for that then, why as it happened, but Douglas has been phenomenal. I again, injury wise, it seems like he should be good to go. How about offensively for the Bills? They had a coordinator fired, but big picture, how how do you think they did this year? Okay, so here's the shock, right, for Bills fans, is that the Bills offense was worse with Brady at coordinator than it with Dorsey as the coordinator. Hmm. They they finished the year third in offensive DVOA, but they're something like fifth over the second half of the season. So their their rating actually drops a little bit in the second half of the year. And I know that that's a surprise because things felt better with Brady. Like, um, you know, Allen was doing better yeah. uh, passing to the middle of the field. And Shakir, they used a lot more of Shakir, uh, which is a good thing in the second half of the year, and it felt like James Cook really came on in the second half of the year, and yet their overall offensive rating is slightly lower in the second half of the year. Aaron Schatz, FTN Fantasy on the Western Hotline. Do you think what could explain that is that their – like how much would their run rate affect that? Because that is one thing that went up. Even though like turnovers did come down um, once Brady came in, they were running the ball more. Could could that be what explains why they had even even though it's not a huge drop, a little bit of a drop, a little bit. But even if you just isolate passing plays, they went from second mm-hmm. in weeks one through nine to eighth. Okay, in weeks ten through eighteen, the running game got slightly better, but the passing game dropped from forty nine percent better than average to thirty percent better than average. Gotcha. How much do turnovers usually affect that? Oh, turnovers matter, but I will say that uh, my new version of uh, DVOA that I started using this year has turnovers uh, gives them a little bit less of a penalty okay. uh, because it becomes it's more predictive for the future that way because turnovers are less predictive for the future than just yards and first downs. Sure. I, I, I like hearing that because we've kind of gone back and forth all year with Allen leads the league in picks, and you hear about it every broadcast, every you know debate show that you watch. And it's, you know, he's the leader in turnover since he entered the league, but the record's pretty good. So, like, is maybe he's a special case of this, 
but he might be the one guy where he can throw the amount of picks he does, and it's still, you know, he's going to make up for it more than anybody, of course. So I wrote about this at FTN Fantasy. If you go to ftnfantasy.com slash DVOA or search just for Aaron Schatz All-Pro ballot, I'm one of the All-Pro voters, and I voted for Josh Allen first team All-Pro. Okay. And part of the reason is his good plays overcome the turnovers, in part because his turnovers come farther downfield than any other quarterback. His average interception came, if I'm remembering correctly, something like 26 yards downfield. And then Jordan Love was 22 and a half, and no other quarterback was above 20. Brock Purdy's average interception was something like nine yards downfield. And the closer to the line of scrimmage your interception, the worse the return, right? The field mm-hmm. position change. So Allen's turnovers did not hurt the Bills anywhere near as much as Purdy's turnovers hit the 49ers uh, per turnover, mm-hmm. even though P- Purdy had fewer turnovers. But Allen overcomes the turnovers with how good he is on all the other plays. Yeah. No, that lines up with – I looked up a stat – about a month ago. I haven't updated it since then, but Allen at one in December was on the fourth longest streak in NFL history without throwing a pick six, like 3,000 attempts almost. And hearing you mention how far down the field that happens, I mean, that, that makes sense to me, um, given that, you know, there's no pick sixes on his resume, really, going back to his rookie yeah, year. Yeah, it's hard to throw a pick six if you launch it 30 yards downfield. It right. happens, but it's right. hard. So what about the rest of the... TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively... Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois playoffs is it right to look at the two conferences right now and just pretty easily see that the AFC is a lot stronger than the NFC do you see it the same way yeah I do see it the same way uh especially with Dallas out right because Dallas was really strong Mm. during the regular season they were the second strongest team in the NFC during the regular season they were number they were a proper number two seed so as hot as the Packers are right now I do think the AFC is the tougher conference but I mean I I mean, no, uh, not to get Bills fans down. I mean, my numbers love the Ravens and the 49ers so much this year mm-hmm. that I just have a very high chance of them meeting in the Super Bowl. Now, listen, uh, there's more than a 50-50 shot that somebody 
will take out one of those teams before we get to the Super Bowl. And maybe it'll be the Bills next week. We'll see. They probably have the best chance of anybody to take out either the Ravens or the 49ers. But the Ravens and 49ers have been super strong this year. You look at the Ravens and the wins they've had, big, convincing wins over all like top teams, Detroit, Houston, uh, Cleveland in one of their two games, and then San Francisco and Miami, just huge wins. Yeah. Is what the big difference for them versus past years? I don't know where they would have ranked for you in past years. Like their passing game gets a lot of love and it looks so much more efficient than it has in past years. Is that the biggest reason why they've kind of ascended so much here? It is if you compare them to 2020 through 2022, but not if you compare them to 2019, the other year where they were this good. Mm -hmm. In 2019, the Ravens actually had a better pass efficiency than they do this year. I know that's like super surprising, Mm -hmm. but it is true. They were more efficient passing the ball in 2019 than this year. But the overall package this year is better. The running game is better than 2019. The defense is better than 2019. Even the special teams have been better than 2019. Except Tucker, and we know that in the long term, Tucker is awesome. So that's not a problem. Yeah. Their their opponent this week, the Texans, I mean, they seem dangerous, Aaron. For you, how impressive has C.J. Stroud been? And is that team... I mean, the reputation of the team is Stroud is just kind of lifting it all up. Um, they've had injuries too. Is that you know right? Does that sound right to you on the Texans that Stroud is really the easily the biggest reason why they are even close to where they are? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, quarterback obviously is the most important position, but do give respect to number one, the defensive line, which has very strong pass rushing from Anderson and Greenard and also very strong run defense, and also to the receivers, who are not just lifted by Stroud, but have become really great in their own, uh, I'm thinking uh, in specific of Nico Collins and Tank Dell, who unfortunately Tank Dell is injured now, but uh, Nico Collins had one of the highest receiving DVOA ratings for a receiver over 100 targets in the 43 years that I've been doing this and if you look at ESPN's receiver metrics which are based on next gen tracking and track receivers even on plays where they don't get the ball Collins also comes out really high Aaron Schatz of FDN Fantasy on the Western Hotline you can find DVOA uh, on his site there or on his Twitter at A Shots NFL the uh, you mentioned the you think Bills and and um, Chiefs is the most interesting game of the week would you Think that well, what's the, to mean you the game that is most likely to be a blowout? Is it close enough between the the Ravens and the Niners? Um, as you've kind of mentioned here, like them being significantly above the pack. I think the most the thing is that the Packers' pass defense uh, that game they played against Dallas was so out of uh, the ordinary for that pass defense. That defense has been so bad this year that I just the most likely blowout is that the Packers' defense just gives up three straight touchdowns to the 49ers, and then Love has to press and and throws a couple of picks or something. Like That yeah. just seems to me to be the most likely blowout because Houston um, Houston's secondary is not that good, but they do have the pass rush and the run defense at least. The Packers don't even have that. Yeah. And last thing I wanted to get to, you, uh, get to with you, Aaron, 
on the team that just got eliminated in Dallas that you mentioned earlier ranked really highly. I mean, how incredible is it to you that they not only got upset right away by the seven seed, they're the first two seed to ever lose to a seven seed. I know it's only been a few years here um, of this playoff format, but man, how incredible was it to you that not only they lost, but that they lost like that? I mean, they got picked apart really all day, it seemed. And of course, you know, the, pick, the picks are... In retrospect, we should have seen it coming a little bit because the Cowboys played way more dime defense than anyone else in the league, and Jordan Love was really good this year when he faced dime defenses. And you can also run against dime defenses, and like you put heavy personnel out there, and the Cowboys would just stay in dime. What I didn't see coming was Dak Prescott not playing well. Prescott truly was awesome during the regular season. And... Um, it's interesting. We were trying to think of quarterbacks like Prescott who were so good in the regular season and then struggled in the playoffs and never made it to a Super Bowl. I mean, the closest comparison we came up with was Randall Cunningham. Okay. Although at least Cunningham made it to an NFC championship game, but he never made it to a Super Bowl. Um, Warren Moon is another one, mm-hmm. right, who was not good. He had like a three seven record in the playoffs but like Prescott was one of the best quarterbacks in the league in the regular season mm-hmm. it's just I'm generally a believer that there isn't anything in certain players that makes it so they're bad in the playoffs like it, it you just you have bad games until the year that you don't right. like Peyton Manning right like yep. at a certain point he stopped having bad games in the playoffs. I feel like that's coming for Prescott. Like, it's going to happen at some point. I just don't know when. He may not – I don't know if he's going to – how often he's going to get back to prove that I'm right. Because right. the Cowboys have um, – you know, they're going to lose a lot of veterans this uh, offseason. Yeah. And they might – I mean, they might lose their coach. Do you, have, do you have an opinion on whether or not that should happen with McCarthy? Or even – I mean – I keep seeing Belichick as like the top odds guy if they do move on from McCarthy, which I don't know. I could just, I don't know about you, Eric. I could just visualize him in Dallas, and maybe that's just because they're both navy blue, that in New England, but I could see that happening. You know, um, whether you change from McCarthy to Belichick is based entirely on the kind of intangibles that I can't measure. Mm. It's really a question of do you think McCarthy, because McCarthy ran a great offense this year. It's really a question of do you think that McCarthy actually has a problem inspiring and motivating his players in the playoffs? Mm -hmm. Because if you think that that is something that is real, Belichick is the opposite, right? Belichick has no problem inspiring and motivating his players in the playoffs. But my guess is that with Belichick would come a conservative offensive coordinator and a conservative, less productive offense during the regular season. Right. That's the trade-off, right? That man, if I'm a Dallas fan, I don't like the I, I don't like the sound of that. I should say Belichick at this point usually just kind of hires guys he's worked with too. I don't know how long he his Rolodex very, is. He is very behind the times on offensive strategy. Yeah. Well, last thing, actually, last thing for you officially here, because uh, you the way you just said that, that's kind of how I've thought about Mike Tomlin in past years. The Steelers. I mean, their future is what to you? Like, how good were they in the first place this year? And there are questions about Tomlin's future, I guess. I mean, he walked off the podium. Because um, what, what you just said about Belichick is usually I have, I have the same thought about Tomlin where he just kind of is lagging behind offensively. 
Yeah, the difference is Belichick is still cutting edge defensively, whereas Tomlin is much more of a CEO. He doesn't really play a part in the game planning anywhere. He's a CEO, and he's a master motivator. I mean, mm-hmm. again, like what he's been able to do with the bad quarterback that he has, and he, he was the only person who was ever able to manage Antonio Brown in the locker room. He's going into the Hall of Fame purely for his motivation yep. and intangibles, right? Like, I wouldn't change. I mean, they need a new quarterback, but I would not get rid of Tomlin. If Tomlin wants to stay, you keep Tomlin. Right. And it does sound like Pittsburgh wants to keep him. It might be, you know, him. If, if there is a change, it might be him looking to get out. Aaron Schatz, again, you can find his stuff at FTN Fantasy and on Twitter at NFL. Always enjoy chatting, Aaron, and uh, enjoy the games this weekend. All right. You too. Aaron Schatz on the Western Hotline. The snow is really coming down now. It is moving very quickly through the North Towns. Three to five inches, though, per hour. So even if we get like an hour of this, you're going to have at least a little bit of snow. It might be tough to drive in, especially. All right, time out here. Extendo Sports on the way back, and then we'll get you off to the Extra Point Show with Sal coming up at 10 here on WGR. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.